Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path. Things are changing from a third or fourth dimensional world to something different where we're expanding our world from duality to a world where we are all one. And we're interested in new ways to create peace within ourselves and with others. Ascension means different things to different folks, but there are similar stories and more energy is available to us to raise our vibration. We've noticed that we can connect with spirit faster, move energy around quicker, and time is speeding up. The way we use words is changing, carrying new vibrations, and the way we interpret events is expanding. We're letting go of old ways of thinking and beliefs that do not serve us anymore, and we're asking different questions of ourselves and our world. The way we define love is getting bigger, and there are always bigger, brighter ways to surf. So grab your boards. We'll be looking at ways we redefine magnetism, power, and peace. Let's ride the waves of our new ascension, psychic, or spiritual spaces together and share our stories. My guest today is Venus Andrex. We're going to talk about art, mediumship, and how to get your work out into the world so it can touch others. Many of you on SoundCloud are doing this right now. Venus has been a practicing medium and spiritual counselor for over 30 years, and this talent has been with her her entire life. She's an empath and clairsentient, clairaudience, clairvoyant, and a hypnotherapist, and her abilities include communication with what she calls the higher beings. And you can find out more of this amazing story with the high beings at godisalwayshappy.com, where you can set up a reading too. And Venus is also a master herbalist and an iridologist, having studied with the world-famous herbalist, Dr. John R. Christopher, and holistic practitioner, Dr. Bernard Jensen. She has been a student of the Dominion Herbal College in Canada and has studied with numerous other naturopathic doctors. If you're looking for books Venus has written, and there's many, you can find out more about this on Amazon.com. So as I mentioned, Venus is an artist, and she's designed even a tumbler for Starbucks, book covers, and other items that you can now find her work, which has grown tremendously at artmojos.com. So welcome, Venus. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know I'd done all that. You kind of forget it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You've done so many things and worked with so many energies out there, and um, I'd love to know how you made that leap from doing art for you to doing art for others, and mm-hmm. like, how did that happen? Oh, let me see. How did that happen? Well, let me see. I've been doing what I'd call the work, you know, with, with mediumship and, and working with people for probably 35, 40 years. I'm not sure because, yeah, yeah. you know, how it starts. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what's wrong with you, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be an artist. My grandfather was a self-taught artist, and uh, he'd tell me, oh, don't be an artist. You'll starve, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I was also, um, I was born a medium. I didn't know it at the time. And so I was always going into trance-like states. And uh, I, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm a telepath too. So I was taking on all these other people. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know why I was suffering. So, but along with that, I always did art. I always drew, painted, etc. It was always a big part of my life. And uh, after I grew up, got out of college, you know, I sort of fell away from it because you know how it is out there in the world. You get caught up in other things like getting married, having children, making a living, you know, the whole thing. Um, 
So I think many years went by, and eventually I just took up art again because I felt like I really needed it. Because with art, with any artist, good artist, imperfect artist, lousy artist, whatever you might be, I always feel that um, better out than in. You know, get out of yourself whatever's in there. Put it on paper or whatever you're doing. It's healing. It heals you. I do a lot of healing work with people and the work I do, healing situations in their minds and, you know, working with everything you can imagine, as you know. And yeah, yeah. eventually, I well, I started painting with a teacher named Stan and two other women. And we've now been working together in October. It will be 12 years. And every week, once a week, almost without fail, we paint. I mean, I was painting with them yesterday morning, which was uh, the 4th of July. So, you know, we take this seriously. And I just let, I just let it come out. Um, I don't follow any rules when I paint. In fact, what I do, Christy, is I like to turn off my mind. That's the best thing for me to do with everything I do. When I work with people, I put myself aside and I go blank. I turn off my mind. And when I paint or do art I do the same thing and believe me I do much better work when I stop thinking <laughs> and mm -hmm. go blank and so what I do is I just take a sheet of paper right now I'm working on UPO which is a synthetic paper and acrylics and I've done all kinds of different art things that's where I am at the moment and I just maybe I'll look at something like flowers or whatever it might be and then I get started and I let it come through believe me it doesn't look anything like what's in front of me or what's in my mind it just comes out and not only is it according to my teacher a good work of art but it's also it carries a lot of energy because my mother taught me when I was a kid how to tap into the energies of the universe. I call it mojo, just for a funny name for it. Good mojo energy. And she taught me how to bring this really strong energy of God through and use it to heal people, their minds, their bodies, whatever. And then I found it happening with my art. And so what normally people say about my art is how vivid it is, how the colors are so bright, but it I feel, and what I'm working for is to bring joy, happiness, peace of mind, beauty into people's lives because there often can be a, a lack of it, you know. I feel that everything is God. You know, I had an experience in 2005 and 2006 where I, well, I thought it was accidental. I believe the Kundalini came up and uh, mm -hmm. I was in ecstasy for a couple of months and then um, I think it was five or six months later, what I call the high beings started talking to me and I have two thick notebooks of the things they told me because I wanted to know uh, the truth about the universe, the truth about God, the truth about everything and I wanted it simple. Mm -hmm. And they gave me a 10 sentence framework and then they explained everything. It was really amazing and you can find out more about that on my website if you look for my God is Always Happy CDs. But all this was happening along with working with people, you know, on Skype or over the phone or through my uh, radio show, The Dear Venus Show, which you can find out about on my website, GodIsAlwaysHappy.com. And, but I kept painting and painting and painting, but not thinking about what I was going to do with it. But then I used to work in real estate years ago. 
I sold real estate and I really hated going into houses. Um, we'd have multiple listing tours. We'd all go in cars and look at like 10 houses in a morning, let's say. And what I, what I do is I go in the front door and usually fly out the back door because in most houses there was a really bad feeling. And I still feel the same way. Uh, people leave their impressions in a home. And what's gone on there, and I, at the time, I didn't understand what my problem was. I just knew I felt horrible in there. And I was picking up all the stuff. And even now when I go into people's homes, you know, it's not always pleasant. First of all, a lot of people don't make the place beautiful. I don't mean with money. I mean with beautiful things or things that feel good. Uh, I'll go into houses. There's even nothing on the walls where it's just bare, stripped down, you know, uh, or, and they keep their curtains closed. And it's just. I can't stand it. I can't stand that. So what I started to notice with painting was that all this energy came through for health, beauty, you know, love, happiness, financial prosperity, abundance, whatever. And I started saying to my listeners on, on my radio show, you know, yeah. if you want to have this all the time, you really need to look at my art and see about getting one or some because you'll have it with you and it'll be permeating your house. Now, I don't take this personally like I'm the one that's doing all this, you understand. I just feel that we're all God having experiences. Everything is God. And I'm just a clear channel. I mean, I'm wide open, which is good in some ways, terrible in others. But I'm wide open, and I try and keep myself at the highest level I can to bring in the highest and the best. You started with light switches, I think? Oh, I did some of those, yes. Uh, A lot of light switches. I just started painting them. And, Which makes um, sense because that's like, yeah. you know, electricity. And if you think about mediumship, there's a couple of components and, you know, from different schools of thought, they sort of say you need a water element mm-hmm. and the electricity sort of has to be there to bring other energy through. And hopefully that's, you know, the highest and best good, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're using a light switch, then it's like every time you turn on the light, yeah. it's like, bam. That's what I told them. and you know those light switches they always sell out whenever I do them Uh, I probably need to do some more but all my work is on artmojos.com and uh, oh and I'm eventually what and by the way you know we were talking about masters of art you know people who are dead yeah I want to talk about that yeah yeah and and I've always felt what I do is I have my favorites of course like Matisse and uh, Chagall and Royal Dufay and a few others, you know, and sometimes often I would just call on them. I'd say, please direct my hand, bring through for me. And by golly, it looks like their work and people would mention it. So it's easy to do, you know, yeah, and yeah. I feel like a lot of people who have passed to the other side are anxious to help us or come through or experience it in the earth form again. And so I feel I can draw on whatever help I want to do that. But what happened Recently, is I was talking with someone who's um, a reader and intuitive, and she said, well, you know what they want you to do now? I said, what? I think I do enough, you know? (laughs) And she said, well, they really want you to bring through people from the other side and put them in your paintings, but not as portraits, but... They want to bring you to bring through the essence of the person or the pet who's died and to bring healing to the people who are suffering and to bring the essence of that person through. And so I thought, well, you know, I'll give it a whack. 
I'm never afraid to try these things, jump off a cliff and look stupid if you have to. So anyway, I just started painting with that in mind. I started practicing with friends of mine, family, whoever. I'd say, you know, can I just, uh, who do you want me to look at? Who do you want me to bring through? And sometimes I get an email photo, sometimes not. It doesn't seem. One woman told me she her brother had died when he was 23 in the 1970s. He was a co-pilot on a big jet that went down in England and took everybody with it. Uh, the the pilot had a heart attack. Anyway, she said uh, she had never been able to cope with it. And after the painting, after her brother came through, she said, "I finally have peace." She just says, "I feel peace of mind." So, again, I don't say I'm doing this. You know, I just bring it through. I'm just the middle person. Of course, I have my own personality, and I do my best. I work really hard at what I do, but I just do what I'm presented with or told to do, let's say. You know what I'm talking about. I know you do because you do similar. Yeah, yeah. well, I think what's amazing is the connections and that – you know, somebody else is telling you, hey, just bring the masters through. Just let them, let them have a crack at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of open your field wider. And like you say, you're already sort of doing that. Yeah. And, okay, you'll take it further. But the connections of other people that are that get that. So it's a very simple request. Somebody sort of suggested to you and you sort of took it on. And then, you know, you touch people that you you wouldn't get to unless you sort of tried something more expanded with what you're doing. And so I'm still fascinated by that part of, I guess I could call it mediumship or just art in general. And that art gives you that sort of vehicle to just touch people in different ways. And, and like you say, you're not really uh, tied to what that, that connection is going to be. So if it's somebody connecting with a loved one or just the feeling of a loved one or an experience that they had um, or a situation with that loved one that brings joy to them, it's like it just opens that whole that up for a lot of people. And I'm just amazed that um, throughout the centuries, people have been using art like this. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know that human beings really understood that, but it felt good. So they just kept doing it. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I never know what's going to happen when I go to paint, and I don't try and direct it. I just let it come. Uh, if you question or say, well, you know, or worry about it, 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 you put yourself into it, and I don't, I try not to do that. It's just like I go blank. It's just like when I do my readings for people, um, I go blank, so I can be a vehicle to help them, and I get the most interesting, interesting people and situations Although everybody has a lot in common, and I I put out a newsletter, email newsletter, every, um, well, twice a month. I call it the Juicy News, (laughs) and I often, sometimes I have my art in there, sometimes um, photographs or whatever, but I take a client that I've worked with who has an interesting story, and I get their permission, of course, and I write it up. I think the next one I've got coming out is next week. I'm either going to call it The Wedding Cake Woman or... Family Bedlam, or Bedlam in the Family. I'm not sure which, but (laughs) I have so many people who write me who read this. Oh, my God, they they relate. It really helps them. So these people help other people. And if anybody out there is interested in the Juicy News, just go to my website, GodIsAlwaysHappy.com. Look for the blue headphones and click somewhere around there. You'll get on my current mailing list. You can cancel anytime. But you'll also get a free MP3 mojo. I do mojos, too. Uh, that's something different we haven't talked about. 
Yeah, we should talk about that too because I think it is art related and that's sort of the blast you get yeah. with creating a, a portrait or uh, a landscape or whatever it's going to be. It's like you're doing that with words. Yes, and what I do is I do it with people like on the phone or Skype or on my radio show. I'll send them energy from the universe that my mom taught me how to do and the beings work with me. And we send them out whatever they need to help them, their love lives, their work lives, their health, whatever it might be. And it's very, I make a lot of noise. <laughs> it's quite a shocking. And, but people feel things. A lot of times they'll feel things and then things will happen in their lives that, that are good. And I get a lot of testimonials. Well, I started doing this with my artwork too. I always put a lot of this energy into the artwork, which I call embedded mojos. And then when somebody buys artwork from me, I ask them, what do you want me to put in this artwork for you specifically? What do you need? And then I will, it comes, they tell me, and then I put it together through however it is I work, and then I write it out on the back, and I sort of blast it and embed it in the work. I put their name there, my, my name and the date, and roll it up and send it off to them. And then they have that in their house or wherever they, their office, and it's always there working. I always feel like it's there working for them, that energy. It's the mojo energy. It's good energy. Mojo may not be the most appropriate word, but it's good energy. Yeah. I mean, I've experienced your mojos, and I'm still, I just, I don't, it's not, it's not my thing. I can't do that. Uh -huh. But um, as a receiver of it, it just is fascinating. All of a sudden, it's like you're expanded, and then you're looking at yourself and then the mojo's coming in and you can see sort of stuff going on. And then it's kind of like there's sometimes there's music or sometimes it's colors. And I, I don't know how to explain it more than that, but um, it's like a lasting vibration and it pops up over the next couple of days. And, and whatever we were working on at the time, it just kind of allows you, I guess, the courage maybe to do that thing that you wanted to get to, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it has a lot to do with courage and love. I think, well, it works differently with different people too. Um, I, I don't understand it, Christy. I just let it come through me because I know it's all for the good. Um, like the other day, a lady <clears throat> talked to me about, she had lost a ring, and she wanted to know if the beings and I could find the ring for her. And I said, well, you know, I don't think that's what the beings do. <laughs> you know, I said, but I'll do a mojo for you. And I said, why don't you go on my website and get that free one, because um, that's one, no matter what happens, everything is always okay. And I said, if, if you've got the one, because um, I have others there for sale on the site that are really cheap <laughs> I, said, I said get the lucky lucky you and just play it over and over and over well she emailed me a day or two later and said guess what the ring turned up and she said it was in a place where she'd looked and looked and looked and looked and looked and it wasn't there and when she did all this other stuff it worked and she found it was there so but it happens not with just mundane i just say that because it was so mundane and not what i generally work on but a lot of people will call because they have you know romance issues or money issues or health or whatever and I'll throw out a mojo and a lot of people will feel it not everybody does but doesn't mean it won't work if you don't but sometimes yeah, yeah. a lot of times they'll laugh because I do sound kind of ridiculous doing these things and 
um, maybe I should do a mojo so they can hear it, but they get a much, yeah, <laughs> they get a much better taste of it if they get the one on my side, the free one, because it has music with it, you know, with this, it's just raw energy without, without music. So I'll do one in a moment, but I maybe should tell them what might happen first. Um, some people, uh, will start laughing because they think it's so ridiculous. That's fine. Laugh all you want because it makes it absorb better. Some people will get buzzy or tingly or woozy, hot, cold. I've heard everything. Somebody emailed me, gosh, a week later after I'd thrown a mojo at them when, when I was working with them, and they were all worried because they were still buzzing. They said, is this okay? I said, yeah, it's just the energy working. It's fine. It's all good energy. So they were fine. But um, when my mother used to do them for us, there were six of us. There are six of us kids, and I was the oldest, and I still am, by the way, as my siblings <laughs> always remind me. But anyhow, um, I'd be complaining, or one of us would be, we didn't have a boyfriend, or we had pimples, or yeah, 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 you know, all the things kids go through. And finally, my mother would say, oh, you need a mojo. And my mother was this gorgeous woman. She looked like a movie star. And I remember she'd be sitting down and all, you know, you need a mojo. And all of a sudden she'd start flapping her arms, arms and legs and woo woo, all these noises and all this stuff. And she'd sling it at us, sling it at us, all this energy. And we'd be laughing because we thought, she just looks so silly, you know. But you know what? They almost always worked. And you'd get a boyfriend or the pimples would go away or whatever would happen. And my mother was like that. And she knew things. And whatever mother said, well, that was it. I come from a long line of this, by the way, and my daughter and my granddaughter are just the same. But Yeah, I would encourage people to really look at their family history and the ancestors because there's a lot of that mojo, mediumship, spirit work going on with so many families, every family. Yeah, if they pay attention or maybe they in there. don't know what it is. I mean, for so long, I didn't know what was wrong with me, even though my family was open to all this, but I had a different kind of thing where... Being a strong telepath, I just absorbed everybody else's thoughts, feelings, diseases, everything. Ah, oh, God, I was sick in heart and mind and body for so long until I was 38. And that's when a friend of mine, a psychic, said, I know what's wrong with you <laughs> and told me. And then I figured out, I, I learned how to tell the difference between myself and other people. Of course, now it's, it's, it's valuable to me because I can use it to really help people. But do you want me to throw a mojo? Yeah. Do you have anything in particular you'd like me to say? Yeah, I think there's a lot of folks on SoundCloud that work with sort of that crowd control aspect. What is that? You know, they're they're DJs and you know people are coming to have a great time and they want to set the vibe of just having a great time and with music and with each other and uh, sometimes they they're telepaths and empaths and they're picking up too much of the stuff instead of creating new energy. So I guess I'd ask for creating new energy. Okay, this is interesting. I don't think I've done one particularly like this before. So what I'm doing is I'm looking at your situation with the SoundCloud. I'm looking at all these people and what's going on. When I say I'm looking, I see in a different way, of course. It's like thrown up on a big screen. It's like I'm going blank and yet I'm still talking. I have to be bifurcated like two, two. You know, I'm here and then there. It's odd. I don't know how to explain that. But And then I'm, I look behind me over my right shoulder for some reason because this is where I feel and see all the energies come in. And then, like I said, I have these high beings, um, really high beings that work through me. In fact, I was at Starbucks the other day, and 
I found this younger guy looking at me, staring at me, and I said, what are you looking at? (laughs) (laughs) He said, well, who are those three really tall beings behind you, those really powerful beings? The one in the center is super, super, super powerful. I said, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I know who they are. (laughs) But anyway. I see that one as the yellow one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean those. (laughs) The big yellow one, yeah. Okay, so what I'm doing right now, I'm thinking about what you just said and looking at it. Now, when I'm on the radio like this, I've taught myself not to get quiet because you can't have dead air, you know. But when I'm working with somebody, I take whatever time I need. But I'm going to go faster here. So here we go. Let's see. It's for everybody out here. Who needs this? I'm going to hit you first, Christy, but it's going to splatter onto everybody. And it works whether this is archived or whether it's live. It doesn't matter. And you can listen over and over again. All the mojos are like that. You listen over and over again, and they do their work over and over. So here we go. Wow! Bam! Woo! Woo! Mojo! Woo! Woo! Mojo! Woo! Woo! Bam! Bam! Woo! Wow! Bam! Bam! Woo! Woo! Mojo! why people laugh (laughs) yeah I always laugh well that was a real strong one and what I saw was a lot of energy just hitting this and it went in a big circle of energy yeah cloud-like energy I guess that's the word sound cloud Um, creamy white with some blues and other colors and then the energy the cloud-like thing turned into a big heart and it encircled everybody and everything all these DJs and the musical people and the audiences that you're talking about, you and everybody, to contain them in this container of love and uh, back and forth, give and take, the love going back and forth and enjoying and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'll see what happens. I like that. We'll just see what happens because I never know. And you know, when I'm doing readings, it's very strange. Um, Sometimes, often, I see really odd things, and I hear odd things, and I think, that can't possibly be so, but I've trained myself to always say them, even though I may look foolish, but you know, most of the time, it means something to the person who's listening. If not, then, later, they'll let me know, um, so I just I just open up and let these things come out like I just did, and you know, I guess it doesn't matter to me that I look the fool. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, I yeah, I've noticed that too. That the more foolish I feel, or I know I'm gonna feel, uh-huh. the more I have to say it. Yeah. And yeah, that's like my sign now. Now I just okay. Here comes the fool. <laughs> here comes the clown part. Yeah. Do people out there know that you work with people too? You do readings. Do they know this? I think so. I think sometimes they do. Well, now they know. Now they know. Um, I've been reading for a long time, and you've helped me with that uh, quite a bit. And I think you kind of dance around being available and open to energy and then trying to figure out, oh, wait, where's my energy again? Where did I go? Where am I right now? And so this kind of figuring that out, that's where I think we've worked together the most is, is that sometimes we get either too expanded where you can't quite fit into your regular life. Right, that's uh, not, not that that's boring. That's awesome. Regular life is great. Right. It's just that sometimes you got to fit in there. Right. And sometimes you want to be expanded. And, and there's that push and pull of like, no, I want the universe. And no, I just really want to go to Thanksgiving dinner and not freak out. So <laughs> there's that dance that we kind of yeah, all do. Sometimes it really helps 
like for example, if you're having that and I can look at the situation, look at you, I can put you back together or tell you what I see. And you know, I need the same thing for myself sometimes because it's really hard for us, even though we're sensitives or readers or mediums or whatever, it's hard to see ourselves, you know, because we're so close to ourselves. And it's, so sometimes I ask people to do this for me, what I do for you, you know, and hey, probably at some point I'll ask you to do it for me. Yeah, I hope so. We're all <laughs> on the road. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think one of the things we sort of share is that mediumship aspect uh, with art. And I kind of have that history, too, of people in my family um, being self-taught artists. And uh, it's just one of those things like you have to do. I guess it's very similar to people who dance or make music or whatever the art's going to be. It's like all of a sudden you wake up and you just you like have this bee in your bonnet, you got to go to the art store or whatever. Yeah, I remember as a kid, you think back to when you were a kid, I often tell people who want to know what to do with their lives, you know, work-wise, go back to when you were a little kid and what excited you? What did you want to do? What did you love to do? That's that's what it is. I, I used to do this with my eyes. I would always outline everything with my eyes, rolling my eyeballs around, and I would draw things with my eyes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, I did this all the time. People probably wondered what was wrong with that little kid. And <laughs> I was always drawing, always, always drawing. That was one of the things I did. I also dug deep swimming pools. That's not something I do today. <laughs> I would dig big swimming pools out in the out in the back 40 or whatever, and my father and mother would let me dig them until they got over my head and got so big and deep that they started to be worried they'd collapse on me, and then they'd have Mrs. Pratt, our sometime cleaning lady, dump all the trash in them, which I didn't like. But <laughs> but it's very organic. Very organic. But if you look back ahead of your time, the things in your life that that you would um, be able to do as you're older, I, I'd probably be good. I was good at construction, believe it or not, and making things like that, but I didn't go that direction. <laughs> and also writing and and. And all kinds of stuff, but that's just something kind of off the track here. But people may be able to use that to help themselves. Yeah. And so with the art, yeah, that's very, very interesting and very fulfilling. And it seems seems to be opening up more and more for me. This woman that I talked to, the reader, she said that she believes in all the angels and she has all the angels around. She says, well, the angels want me to do more and more of that because of the beauty of my art and the ease of which I do it. And they want to get help and healing to people out there through my art. So I go, okay, we'll, we'll just try it. You know, it was not easy when I started to do it because I was, I tried to do it as portraits first of all, but that was not it. You know, because people get lost in the portraits. It was just the energy that I had to get. You can see examples of it on, you know, artmojos.com. If you look for, I think I call it afterlife, Portraits, afterlife portraits, that's right. Yeah. I think um, folks can notice where they start to get afraid of whatever they're creating. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's really the fear uh, that's important. It's just that when you get that little trigger and you notice that you're, God, I'm feeling kind of uneasy about it, uh, that's usually the doorway to just go farther. And a long time ago... um, Many years ago now, I had gone to Arthur Finley College, and you kind of helped me through that process uh-huh. <laughs> through our phone calls and stuff. And um, 
it's a space where you get really expanded. But uh, I went for mediumship and, and trans medium healing uh, to make use of my trance space because I would always just trance out and see all this stuff and have a great time. And then people would be like, where have you been for the last three days? Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of had to get a handle on that. I all that daydreaming, but it's really we were having visions. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. So I, I get it now, but it took a long time. But uh, they did have a class where they invited um, an artist from Brazil who would draw with the masters, and he would basically uh, open up the energy to have the masters sort of show up, and it, he was open to all of them. So it could be Impressionist one day or Modern Art another day. Um, and uh, in this process, things would fly out of the painting. And so I only have heard stories. I haven't seen it in real life. There is some YouTubes out there of it where people will draw like the butterfly or whatever. And this particular medium, artist medium, I'm not sure what to call him, um, would actually, the, a butterfly he would be drawing would actually fly out of the painting and fly around the room. And actually it was there at Arthur Finley for days. Wow. So. You know, these things can happen yeah. in that art space. I haven't seen that. You know, what I'd like to say to anybody who feels creative, whatever it is, or whatever, writing, you name it, don't be afraid. I mean, I think we tend to be afraid to put it down on paper or writing or, you know, however, because it won't be good enough or people will make fun or it's, it's lousy looking. Don't even think those thoughts. Just get it out. Better out than in. Even if it looks terrible, you're healing yourself by getting it out. But so your painting can show you a lot of things that's going on in your head by things you're taking, thinking, things that are stuck there, maybe from childhood. Get them out, you know. And another <laughs> thing I love to do that you might want to try if you have this issue, when I'm painting a bad painting, what I consider really a sucky, ugly painting, because I have trouble with color. If it's not the most beautiful colors, it makes me feel physically ill, you know. I can't. I had this thing about colors. There are certain colors that make me nauseous. <laughs> I try to explain this to people, and they don't really understand it. But then I just make it the most horrible picture I've ever painted, and it's very fulfilling when you do that. Try it. Yeah, yeah. You just feel like you really get a lot of crap. Pardon the word that comes out of you when you do that, and it's very satisfying. And then you can tear it up if you want to. Yeah. It's like you get get a chance to get the responsibility of, of it out. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. prove anything or do a good work. It's already rotten. Let's make it more so. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Folks can hear you on the radio at Contact Talk Radio. Uh-huh. And they can find me, uh, they can find that on my website, godisalwayshappy.com. And, uh, and all my podcasts are there, too, from Contact Talk Radio. Also, you know, I was in Hay House, a host there for four years and they've got a bunch of podcasts there I think too yeah they do yeah that's how I found you I think so it's been a while back yeah because I've been on the radio now like nine years oh my gosh get busy yeah. life goes fast <laughs> so thanks for tuning in to Surfing the Psychic Waves with me Christy Walsh and my guest today Venus Andret and we'll be back soon thank you Christy and, and goodbye to everybody and mojo mojo <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a mojo. Don't forget about that. Yeah. <laughs>